0: And let God use him in this house. He's not a stranger here. Let's give him a good Bendale welcome. This pulpit again tonight.
1: God bless you, brother Oh, I wonder, Would you give that hand clap to the Lord tonight? I wonder, could you lift your voice? Would you hand clap? Lift your voice like a trumpet. Come on, anybody thankful for his anointing? Anybody thankful for his touch? Lord God, we give you glory. God, we give you honor. God, we give you praise. Come on, there's nobody like Jesus. Oh, There's nobody like him. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's your way maker. He is a good God. God, we give you glory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What an honor. Amen. It is to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. You know, I know you hear it all the time, but there is truly nobody like Jesus. Amen. And And I don't believe that it's his will for you to leave here tonight the same way that you came. But I believe it's the will of God for you to leave here tonight different than the way you come. You may have come feeling bound up in your spirit, but I believe that you can leave here feeling free. Why is that? Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. Anybody feel his presence in this house? I said, Does anybody feel his presence in this house? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Numbers chapter 9, Numbers chapter 9, verse 15. Amen. To give honor to Pastor Moore, Sister Moore. I even Don't take it lightly to be here, but what an honor it is to be here in the house of the Lord. We have confidence in them, and I'm glad that we can call them our friends. How many is thankful for your pastor and pastor's wife? Amen. Hallelujah. Even if you're not, you probably need to pray about it. Amen? amen? I said amen? amen? Hallelujah. I ain't going to tell you to go somewhere else. You just need to make it right, praise God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pastor Moore, I'm meddling. I'm just, I know y'all all love Brother Moore. You can't help but love him. Amen. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 9, verse 15. Give honor to my pastor, but Spears. Amen, teaching and preaching the word of truth to me and my family. Numbers 9, verse 15 says, And on the day that the tabernacle was reared up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, namely the tent of of the testimony, and that even there was upon the tabernacle, as it were, the appearance of fire until the morning. So it was always, the cloud covered it by day, and the appearance of fire by night. And when the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle, then after that, the children of Israel journeyed. And in the place where the cloud abode, there the children of Israel pitched their tents. And verse 21 says, and so it was when the cloud abode from even unto the morning, somebody say one day, and that the cloud was taken up in the morning, then they journeyed. Whether it was by day or by night that the cloud was taken up, they journeyed. Whether it were two days, somebody say two days, or a month, or a year that the cloud tarried upon the tabernacle, remaining thereon, the children of Israel abode in their tents and journeyed not. But when it was taken up, they journeyed. At the commandment of the Lord, they rested in their tents, and at the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord, at the commandment of the Lord, by the hand of the Of Moses. Now, I don't know exactly how you might try to live your life, but I'm here tonight to tell you that I need a covering in my life. I need him. Anybody else feel that way tonight? I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down? Would you stretch your hands up toward heaven all across this sanctuary? Oh, come on, I wonder, would you ask the Lord, Lord, prepare my heart, prepare my mind. God, I want to receive from you tonight. God, I don't want to hold on to anything that would hinder what you're trying to do in my spirit. God, I pray, Lord, that you would anoint every ear to hear your word tonight, God, that that there would be a clear sound that would go forth tonight, God. Uh, Lord, bind up the broken heart and then set every captive soul free. uh, Lord Jesus, I humbly come before you. I pray that you'd empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions. uh, God, and I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing. God, there is truly nobody like you. Uh, There is truly no one like you, God. And I I pray oh God that you would work and move by your anointing tonight for surely it is your anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. It is your anointing that lifts the heavy burden off the shoulders of your people God. Lord and I know that if any good thing's going to happen in this house tonight it's going to be by your power and by your spirit God. I pray Lord that you'd open up the prison doors of them that are bound in their minds God. Oh God have your way in every heart and every life. Call someone out of darkness and into your marvelous light and if any good thing would happen here tonight Lord uh, let it be said was because of the anointing let's clap our hands together one more time oh I wonder if somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph oh yes in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus God, I give you glory. God, I give you honor. God, I give you praise. Oh, I wonder but somebody shout out that name, Jesus. That name that's above every name. That name that's higher than every name. That name that's greater than any name. The name of Jesus. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. As you're being seated, turn to your neighbor and say, we need the covering. Amen. Turn to your other neighbor and say, we need the covering. Amen. I needed a covering today. When I was out in the yard, somebody in this church, I'm not going to name any names, but somebody in this church conspired with my wife and sold my wife a dog. And Man, I was out in the yard in the rain in my suit, in between services trying to take care of my dog. It's a good dog, though. Thank you, brother. Amen. It's a good Father's Day gift. But I tell you what I needed, I needed a covering. This suit coat wasn't doing it. Amen. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? I said, anybody glad to be in his presence? Amen, amen. Exodus Exodus chapter 14 is where we first find the mention of this cloud that we've just read about in Numbers chapter 9. In Exodus chapter 14, that's where we find the children of Israel. As they have come out of Egypt with a high hand and they're making their way Uh, into the promised land of God and they're on their journey and they find themselves at the Red Sea and they look before them and there's no highway for them. And they look behind them, and here comes Pharaoh and his chariots and his army. Uh, and Pharaoh was saying, I've come to take you back from where you have came from. Uh, I've come to bring you back and put you back under the taskmaster. Uh, oh, and they begin to cry out unto the Lord. They began uh, oh, to cry out for help and for deliverance. And uh, and there was some complaining and some murmuring that was going on. But uh, nevertheless, the Spirit of God began to move and begin to work in their lives. Uh, God was trying to let them know I didn't bring you this far just to leave you out here. I didn't bring you out here because there weren't enough graves in Egypt, but I brought you out here because I'm able to bring you all the way into the promised land. I'm not a God of halfway. I'm not a God of partway, but I'm a God that fulfills His Word. A God that keeps His promise. A God that says, not only says it, but He performs it. A God that does what He says He's going to do Uh, and God took that cloud that was with them and and that cloud goes and it stands behind the children of Israel uh, and in between Pharaoh and his army uh, and there we find that it gave light and it gave direction uh, unto the children of Israel but unto the enemy their adversary Uh, it was a darkness uh, and it was confusion to them and can I tell you uh, if we've ever needed the covering of God in our lives uh, it's this day and hour that we're living in. We want to be free. We want to have deliverance in our lives, but there's a world out there that says, I do not want to let you go. There are spirits that say, I do not want to let you have your freedom. There are things from your past that say, I do not want you to walk in liberty. I do not want you to walk in victory and dominion and power and authority in your life, but just like that cloud, when God went and stood and between them uh, we can have that same covering Uh, I said you can have that same deliverance uh, where the power uh, and the presence of God uh, will be a covering in your life and it was that covering that cloud that protected them that cloud that showed them this is the way that cloud that brought them the rest that they needed from their adversary. And the very day, the Word of God tells us in Numbers chapter 9, the very day that the tabernacle was set up in the wilderness, the very day that it was erected there, the Word of God tells us that that cloud came and dwelled above that tabernacle. That cloud came in there. Uh, by day it was a cloud for shade. And at night it was a fire for light and for warmth. And this was the very presence of God. God was trying to tell them this is your focal point. This is the center of what I'm doing in your life. Everything is going to evolve around what happens right here. Oh, Stephen in Acts chapter 7, he referred to the tabernacle in the wilderness he referred to it as the church in the wilderness and as soon as the church was introduced to the people of God God said that's where my presence is going to be that's where that covering is going to be and they set up their tents around this why because God said this it ought to be the center of your life and can I tell you as soon as you're introduced to the church it ought to become the very centerpiece of of your life every decision you make ought to evolve around oh is is God pleased with what I'm doing is this going to help me draw closer to him or is this going to separate me from his presence you say why do we need to do that preacher I'll tell you why you need the covering of God in your life you need the protection of God over your family and over your home and over your marriage and over your children. Hallelujah. Oh, when we come in contact with the church, amen, it ought to become the centerpiece of our life. From the very moment that it was introduced, that cloud said, this is where I'm going to dwell. This cloud represented the presence of God. And when the heat of the day, it was their shelter. And in the cold of the night, it was their heat and it was their light. What God was trying to tell them is if you'll stay with the clouds, if you'll stay with my covering you'll have everything that you need you'll have your daily provision you'll have everything that you could want for in this life it'll be there every need that you have will be met as long as you stay with the covering as long as you make up your mind I don't want anything else in my life but I've got to have that covering of God upon my life I've got to know that every step I'm taking that the the cloud is with me, uh, that the presence of God is with me. Uh, hey, I don't want to get in such a hurry uh, that I outmove the Spirit of God uh, and that I get ahead of what God is trying to do in my life. Uh, but I want to have enough patience to say, God, uh, it doesn't matter how long I have to wait. Uh, I need to know uh, that I'm covered uh, by your Spirit, uh, that I'm covered uh, by your hand. Hallelujah. Woo. The commandment was, when the cloud moves, you move. When the cloud stays, you stay. Amen. That was the commandment from God. It was given to Moses, and Moses gave it to the people. It was by the word of God that when that cloud moved, they moved. And it was by the Word of God that when that cloud stood still, uh, then they would stand still. uh, And they would say, you know what? We might as well uh, put up our homes right here uh, because this is where the covering is. uh, And this is where the provision of God uh, is going to be in our lives. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't want to outrun what God is doing. Uh, I don't want to move so quick uh, that I get ahead of His touch uh, and get ahead of what He's doing in my life. uh, And i find myself out from underneath his shelter and out from underneath his protection how many times do we get in a hurry and say you know what I think I can make a few decisions on my own I think I can do it by myself oh I would to God that you would slow down and say God whatever I do I don't want to move unless you say move I don't want to do anything that would take me out from under your covering." Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 33. Here in 13 through 15, God God has told Moses, I'm fed up. I'm not going with you. But I'm going to send an angel before you. But my presence isn't going with you. And Moses is broken hearted over this. And there's something in him that says, God, I don't want to go without you. I don't want a substitute. Angels are great, but they'll never replace the presence of God. All these angelic beings, all these things are great. Oh, but there's something special about when God puts His approval upon your life. When God puts His favor upon you. When God puts His hand upon your life. There's something special about that. It's the covering of God in our lives. And Moses said, Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee that I may find grace in thy sight uh, and consider that this nation is thy people Uh, and he said my presence shall go with thee uh, and I will give thee rest Uh, and he said unto him if thy presence go not with me uh, carry us not up hence. Uh, Moses said Lord I'm so serious about this thing Uh, if your presence isn't moving from this place uh, then neither am I Uh, but God if you're going to lead us over uh, I'm going to follow you, and I'm going to go where you're taking us to. I wonder, is there anybody here tonight that says, God, i got a made-up mind. I need your presence. I need your covering. Nothing else will satisfy. Nothing else will do. I don't want to substitute, but I want the real thing. I will not be satisfied with anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The cloud. God, I, like, I love it. I love it how it's very, the Lord's very specific. If the cloud stays one day, as a lot of us can do that. One day that ain't that bad. If it stays one day, that's how long you stay. If it stays two days, then that's how long you stay. Oh, but even if it stretches out into a month and you're kind of getting a little antsy and you're wondering, is anything ever going to start changing around here? If the presence of God is still covering you, just wait. Woo, and then he goes on to say, if it's been a year, and the covering hasn't moved you just stay right there why? because that's where the hand of God is moving and that's where the hand of God is working in their lives. Can I tell you if they would have got up and if they would have packed their tents up and they would have journeyed without the cloud or wherever they decided to rest when they got up the next morning the manna would not have been on the ground they would have not have had the provision that God was given to them I tell you where I want to be I want to be under the covering. I want to be when I look out of my tent door. I want to know the hand of God is still resting on my life. I don't want to outrun His provision. I don't want to outrun what He's doing in my life. I don't want to get in such a hurry that I try to make it happen on my own. But I want to let God be my covering. Woo, would you stretch your hands up to what happened all across the house? I'm going to tell you. God, me! Hallelujah. Have you, have you ever been in a situation where maybe you was on a job? Maybe around the house? And there was a project that had to be done. And you were there to help out with it. And you're waiting on the man or the woman to show up with the plans. You're waiting on them to show up and to lay it out just how it needs to be done. But they, but they have they didn't come right when they were supposed to, and so now you're getting a little, little anxious, and you start saying, you know what, I think, Brother Ford, I think I can figure this out on my own. And so, you know, I know they're coming. But I'll just do this, and and so you take off, and before you know it, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. But but then somebody shows up with the plans, and they say, you know what, you're doing it all backward. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to take this down. We're going to have to go by the book. We're going to have to take another look at it. And we're going to have to do it right this time. And all that time you felt like you were doing something. Now you've got to undo all the hurt and the harm that you've done so you can get started again. Can I tell you it's not worth it. You might as well just wait on God and say God I'm waiting on you to show me what to do. I'm waiting on you to speak to me. I'm waiting on you to move in my life. I'm not going to get ahead of you because I need that covering and if I do it by the book if I do it by the book I will be covered by the presence and the hand of God hallelujah I don't want to get in such a hurry you know sometimes Pastor Moore sometimes we we equate we, we equal not doing anything. So, oh, man, we're, we're just wasting time. But sometimes God just needs us to be still long enough so that he can work on our mind. He can work on our heart. And he can get us where he needs us to be so when the cloud does start moving, we got our shoes on our feet, and we got our minds made up. God, I don't know exactly where you're taking me, but I know when I get up in the morning, there's going to be manna on the ground. I know when I get up in the morning, that rock that's following me, that rock that is Christ, is going to be water flowing out of that rock, and it's going to be everything I need. God, give me the faith. God, give me the confidence in you to wait on the covering. God, I don't want to move unless you say move. Woo! Where that covering was. Where that covering was. That's where the provision. That's where the hand of God was working. That's where the hand of God was moving. Oh, God help us. I said, oh, God help us. I don't know about you, but I need that covering for my life. I said, I need that covering in my life. I need to know that when I step out on a limb I've got something covering me I've got something helping me I need to know when I step out in faith I'm not just doing something reckless but I've got something covering me. I've got the presence of God in my life. I need to know when my babies lay down at night and I pray over them to have a good night's nice rest and for God to touch them. I need to know that there's a covering over my home I need to know there's a covering over my babies. When I get in my automobile and drive down the road, uh, I need to know, God, Uh, you've got your hand on me. Uh, I don't want to do anything that would jeopardize uh, the move of God in my life. Uh, I don't want to do anything that would hinder him uh, from working in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to lift your voice all across the sanctuary. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm preaching to some people here tonight. You feel like there's not been enough activity. Jesus. You feel like there had not been enough movement going on. But I want to tell you, just, just as long as you can still see the cloud, as long as you can still feel him and know God you're still right here God you're still with me God you're still orchestrating my steps God you're still moving in my life I've come to tell you it doesn't matter if it's been a day or two days or a month or a year as long as that cloud is still over you that's the most important thing I said that's what matters more than anything is that I know I'm right where God wants me to be hey but it it looks greener over there. It looks a little better over there. No, this is where the cloud is. And this is where I'm staying. Oh, somebody ought to clap their hands unto the Lord in this house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 30 through 31. It says, even the youths shall faint and be weary. You might say, well, that's picking on young people. No, what Isaiah is trying to say is everybody. Everybody is going to faint. And everybody is going to be weary. It doesn't matter how old you are, you're not exempt. It happens to the old. It happens to the middle age. Even the youths get weary. Even even the youths faint. And even the youths, all oh, the young men shall utterly fall. There's times in our lives when we feel like I can't do. I take another step. I'm so weary. I'm so worn down. I don't feel like anything's happening in my life. I'm about as low as I can get. But verse number 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength uh, they shall mount up with wings as eagles, uh, they shall run and not be weary uh, and they shall walk and not faint uh, what I'm trying to tell you tonight is this, uh, that even though we get weary uh, and even though we feel like we are about as far down as we can get, uh, there is power that comes to those uh, that make up their mind, Lord uh, I'm gonna wait on you uh, if I fall in the daytime uh, that cloud will be a cover to me and if I feel like I'm wandering in the night that cloud will be a light unto me I might be weary right now but I'm just going to keep waiting and as I wait on him there's going to be something that comes over me it gives me power to run it gives me power to soar it gives me power to go to heights that I've never seen before Hallelujah. Everyone falls, but only those that wait on the Lord. I said, Everyone falls, but only those that wait on the Lord. They give strength to run again. Those that say, Lord, I might be down right now, but just work on me. Woo, work on my attitude, work on my pride a little bit. Work on my doubt a little bit, God. Oh, while I'm here waiting, Lord, won't you give me a Holy Ghost tune-up and give me strength to run again because when that cloud starts moving, I want to make sure that I'm staying right underneath the glory where the Holy Ghost is working and the Holy Ghost is moving. Micah 7 and 8 says, Rejoice not against me. Oh, my enemy, when I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. And I tell you, He's the covering in the day when you fall, and He's the light in the night when you need direction. I'm sitting here waiting, Lord. I'm waiting on You to move. Come be a light in my life. Come show me where to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you what the Word to do for you. The Word. It'll be a light, a lamp. <laughs> It'll show you which way to go. It'll show you the steps to take. Sometimes we move in the daytime. Sometimes we move in the nighttime. But no matter when we move, we got to have that covering. <laughs> no matter what, when you're walking, you got to have that covering. You got to know that God has his hand on my life. That God is moving, that God is working in me. It's not enough. I said, it's not enough. Just say, well, I I, I might, or in certain areas. But can I tell you what we got to do? We got to surrender it all to Him and say, God, I want you to cover me. God, I want you to cover every aspect of my life, my wants, my needs. My desires, my dreams, my plans. God, none of that means anything if your hand is not covering me, if your presence isn't moving, if your presence isn't what I'm longing for, if your presence isn't what I'm waiting on. Oh, God, whatever I do in this life, I want to know that I'm covered by your anointing. I want to know that I'm covered by your presence and by your hand in my life. My wife would make her way to the music. Luke. Luke chapter 24, verse 45. Luke 24, 45 says, Then open he their understanding, that they might understand the Scriptures. This is Jesus. He's got his disciples, and he opens their understanding. and says, I want you to understand these Scriptures. I want you to get a hold of it. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And Jesus was saying there's some things I want you to understand. There's some things I want you to get a hold of. And he took the scriptures, And above this, it talks about Moses, the prophets, the songs. And he begins to lay it out for him, And say, it's been here the whole time. You just didn't understand. But now that you know, woo, he cut a Jesus said but now that you know this thing is going to begin at Jerusalem there's some things that are coming and you're going to be here to see it when it stopped and Jesus said and ye are witnesses of these things and behold I send the promise of my father upon you but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem somebody say wait tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as the Bethany and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And we're continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. Can I tell you what they were doing? They were saying, God, oh, you've just opened up my understanding. You've just showed me some things. And I want to be a part of what you're doing. So, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna make my way to the city of Jerusalem where you said this thing was gonna begin, and I'm gonna be there continually praising you and glorifying you, waiting on that promise that you said was covering. Why? They realize we need the covering. Jesus has gone up and we need that power, we need that covering in our lives, and we will not move. Until it comes. Hallelujah. I'm sure. Jesus let them out as far as Bethany. And I'm sure there were some that didn't make the journey all the way. But there were some that had great joy. And said something Fresh is about to happen in our lives. I wonder would you throw your hands up toward heaven all across this sanctuary right now? Come on, would you lift your voice? Can I tell you what they realized? They realized we need that covering. We need that protection in our lives. We need that power. And can I be bold here to say tonight enough tonight to say, Mama, your babies need that covering. Daddies, your babies need the covering of the Holy Ghost in their life. I don't know exactly what Pastor Moore says about this, and if I'm if I'm against anything that he says, you he can correct me and and, and y'all deal with that. But I'm telling you. While your babies are small, you're responsible with whether or not they're saved or lost. You need to make sure your babies are covered. I said you need to make sure your babies are covered. I said you need to make sure sure if you don't. If you don't value the presence of God in your life, mama, if you don't value the presence of God in your life, daddy, how, how do you expect that your children uh, will ever fall in love with it? God help me. I'm just going to ask somebody playing tonight, how long? are you going to halt between two opinions? How long? With one hand are you going to reach into the provision of God, and into the blessing of God, and with the other hand you're reaching into the world, and you're destroying yourself, i tell you what we need to do tonight. We need to humble ourselves. I'm not a mean preacher. I'm not a hard preacher. But I'm telling you, we need that covering. We need that covering. (laughs) Hallelujah. One of the biggest concerns in my life is that I, I don't do anything that puts me out from underneath the covering of God that I don't do anything that jeopardizes my children that jeopardizes my wife I know she could be saved without me. I know she could probably do it on her own if she had to, but I don't want to give her that option. I want to make up my mind, baby, as long as there's breath in my lungs, I understand the importance of the covering of the hand of God in our lives. And we will not do anything without His blessing. We will not take a job without His covering. tell you about is me and my wife can testify to this every decision that we've made since we've been married has been wrapped all around the church. What house we were going to buy even the car we were going to drive all of those things That diesel that I drive out there, I'm not driving that because that's what I wanted. I'm driving that because God blessed me with a camper, uh, and I had to have a truck to pull it with. That's that's the only reason why I'm driving that. I I don't have to have that. uh, But can I tell you what I do have to have? I have to have the covering. I have to have the hand of God. I know it's simple. I know it's simple. But little decisions, little small things that look good. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm sorry. Little things. Little things. Pastor, this is going to be better for my family. We'll be able to afford such and such now. We'll be able to do this now. But what about your soul? What about the covering? I know we need a roof over our head but over that roof we need the cloud. (laughs) Come on, you want to lift your voice all across this sanctuary right now. I need the covering. Come on, anybody feel that way? I said, does anybody feel that way? In Matthew 23, verse 37, Jesus cried out. He said, "Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them with stones which are sent unto thee. How often or how many times would I have gathered thy children together as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings. And ye would not. But Ford, I can't help but replace my name with Jerusalem. And say, oh, Clay. Clay Rouse. How many times have I reached for you? How many times have I called your name? How many times have I spread my wings and said, come abide under the shadow of the Almighty. God help me. Come and be covered. (laughs) Maybe there was a time that you didn't know. Maybe there was a time that you didn't understand. But now that he's opened your understanding, you've got to realize I need that covering. I need the power of the Holy Ghost. I need Him to cover my children. I need Him to cover my spouse. I need Him to cover my home. I need Him to cover me on my job. I need Him to cover my finances. I need Him to favor me. Hallelujah. When I get up in the morning, I want to know there's enough manna there for me and my babies. When I get up in the morning, I want to know. Maybe it's not as much as I would like. Uh, maybe it's uh, not as much square foot as I think I might need. Uh, but God, let the covering be there. He can I ask you tonight, ma'am, can I ask you tonight, sir, how many times? How many times has God sent you a word that said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. No, you might not open up your mouth and said, No! But what did your actions say? What did your lifestyle say? Can I tell you tonight, you need that covering. We all need that covering. Come on, I know most of you have already prayed, are already praying. But I wonder if all across this house, if there would be a joint, unified effort that says, Lord, not only do we want it in our personal lives, but we want it over this church. We want it over this community. God, we want there to be a fire that would set on top of this place we wanted to be like it was on the day of Pentecost when the covering came and cloven tongues like as a fire set upon each one of them and they were covered and they were filled with the power of the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance Hallelujah Would you come tonight? Isaiah said, come, let us reason together. God said, come, let's talk about it. Let's talk about your life.
2: Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, it will always be. It's always been you, Jesus.
1: Oh, God, I got to have it.
0: how blessed we are to have the revelation the understanding of who we serve who will fight our battles who will cover us you've heard the statement that maybe different times with individuals said hey we got you back I promise you he's got her back stand in front of us Both sides, above and beneath. This God can cover all the bases. If we'll just hold to that nail-scarred hand, just love this truth. Amen. Amen. I've been practicing now for several weeks, just simply calling the name of Jesus over the families and pleading His blood over the families. God we need you to cover us we need you the spiritual warfare that's going on the thing activities that are around us we're no match for the devil and we're no match for this spiritual world but if we'll humble ourselves and obey God as he preached to us tonight God always bring us out God always pull us through I promise you that I'm a firm believer that as Holy Ghost filled people, we're not exempt from the trials and battles of this life. But what God's looking for is for vessels and witnesses just like you that walks down some of the same roads as some of the other people around you. But because God's with you and God keeps you with a sound mind and God keeps you from charging him foolishly. And you got the comfort and assurance of knowing that, you know, God's with me. And because of His presence, I'm going to come through. I'm going to be victorious. I'm going to be who and what God wants me to be. Amen. because He's the one that strengthens us and guides us and helps us along life's journey. Regardless of what comes and what happens and what takes place. You and I, have got to make it up in our minds. We're going to come out of that fiery furnace without the smell of smoke. We've got to come out of that fiery furnace, amen, without being sensed and, and having permanent marks and permanent damage. No, God was with me, and He gave me the strength, and I've come through it. Amen, and I'm not going to mumble and complain about it. I'm going to walk through it because He's going to give me the strength. I'm going to wait on Him, and I'm going to depend on Him, and He's going to give me the strength And God that's when and how. In the season that he sees fit. This is a God that works for us. Amen. And he's working. I promise you he's working. I love you tonight. Appreciate you. Thank you, Brother Rouse, for the word of God tonight. Let's give it, put our hands together. Thanksgiving. Praise God. Praise God. I will to tell you something. It's moms and dads, you heard it again tonight. I brought that topic up a few times, and, but I'm telling you, it's there. We got an obligation and responsibility to those babies to do right, to live right. It can mean a, can mean a lot at the end of this journey. I want to live for God. I want to plead the blood over my children. I want to lift them up before the Master. Huh. God didn't give them to us, amen, to be great athletes and great this and great that. But He gave them to us, amen, to be children of God and vessels of His. And that's how we want to raise them. And that's how we want to direct them. And this is what we want to put into their hearts and minds and spirit. We pray for them, lay hands on them. praying that God would touch them. Mom and dads do it. I promise you. Start at an early age, put your hands on them. They pick it up. They pick it up. It wasn't two minutes ago. I watched Marshall put his hand on Paw, Praying for him. You want to break that wall and keep that barrier, amen, but being built between them and God when they are in need to come and need prayer? That's how it starts. When they're trouble, we need to put it in them. Come to the house of God. Don't flee it. When you get in trouble you come my children always knew it didn't matter what kind of trouble and if it was all their fault they could still call daddy they could still call the house the door was still open i never put any kind of stipulations that would bar them from my house what you want to that's your business but those is my babies and god gave them to me Regardless of the decisions i made i was a part in it i was going to be a part in it i wasn't going to excuse them I tell you what, the mercy and grace of God prayer can make the best of it. I can tell you that. God make the best of it. Uh-huh. Amen. So if we'll do our part, God will do His. God will do His. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you, brother and sister Rouse. God bless you tonight. Love y'all. Appreciate you so much. This good family. Preach the word to us. Man, just minister to us here tonight. Probably in a realm and place that we needed it so dearly. Amen. To understand the responsibility, to understand the covering, who's working for us. As the Bible said, and you tell me, God's for you, who can be against you? Amen. If you're standing in the will of God, don't worry about everybody else's opinions. Just stay with the will of God. It'll be all right. Amen. Birthdays. Got some birthdays tonight. Happy birthday to Gus Ford. God bless him tonight. Come on, man. God bless him. Who? Billy Jack. Jack. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right, Billy Jack. Thank God for them birthdays now. (laughs) Amen. We need them. All right, let's sing happy birthday. Look, he's on our belly jack. Praise God. Gus Ford, anybody else? We got a bunch around here. to Tell it, man. They'll tell it. You just let somebody know. They'll tell it. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Let's sing to him. Let's put our hands together. Amen. Bless them. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No anniversaries. All right. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Huh? What? Point. Sister Diane? She had an anniversary. Uh, okay, we have got anniversary, folks. Maybe it's a week before. Sister Brother Keith and Sister Diane Berry tonight. All right. Sister Liz and Brother Junior. Okay, well, how many more? Praise God. These are the ones that eloped. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, y'all. Just kidding. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> they stayed together. It worked. <laughs> All right, let's sing to him. That's right. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Just don't forget, Wednesday night, regular service, be back to normal. Please pray. We got several that's leaving for peak, uh, some leaving in the morning, some going to leave Tuesday morning, and then some Wednesday morning. So we got several that's going. Let's pray that those services are awesome and great. Great things happen. Amen. Not just there, but all across the land. Please continue to pray, amen, for that family, that church family, that situation. What a horrible situation have to face. But you know what? God can work in that. God can comfort them and be with them, amen, that everybody around know, hey, God's with them. And so let's pray that would happen, okay? All right. God bless you. Love and appreciate you. Any other announcements? If not, God bless you. You're dismissed.